All right, so before we actually get started with the episode with my wife and I, I wanted to backtrack a little bit because I've been thinking about this episode for a little while. We recorded this about a week and a half ago, so I've had a lot of time to kind of like just play with the ideas and things I want to do with the episode. But one of the things that stood out for me is there are two stories that some of you may believe and some of you may not believe. And I just want to I want to put it out there into the universe just to kind of show you some of the things that I see. Number 1. This was before I met my wife. I met my wife April 7, 2015. All right? April 7, 2015. The story I'm telling you about, it took place sometime in 2013. So 2 years before I met my wife. At this one particular time, I started to do this drawing where I wanted to show a young black girl in a positive light, just being smart. I don't know what made me want to do that. I just wanted to create a drawing. I, I, I know what it was. It was, a, it was a challenge. I had never drawn a black female person. So I said, you know what? I'm going to challenge myself to draw a black female young lady, probably in her, you know, 19... 17 year old in that, in that time span and I just want to show a black young lady in a positive light Let me just show you the picture real quick. Here is the picture and don't say nothing Disrespectful there go the smartest cool thing. So if you can't tell she had an arm and the arm Was like raising in the air. So she was basically raising her her hand to answer a question, but But uh, you know, this is the picture. Let me see if I can get it to look there it is So that's the picture right there right and you'll see it says smart is cool this was something i just really wanted to just i want to challenge myself you know this picture right here here's where it gets strange and i want everybody to chime in because i've heard some people say they agree and i've heard some people say they disagree but i drew that picture in 2013. i met my wife two years later in 2015. one day while my wife and i were like putting some things away we came we stumbled across this picture it was kind of just rumbled up in a little closet and she said wow you drew me and i was like no i didn't <laughs> and she pulled the picture and i was like what that do look like you i had i had to bring this up because i'm like am i am i tripping right now if you're in your car or you listen to me on a podcast you know, like, you know, through headphones or something like that, you can't see the picture. So I encourage you to go to my YouTube and find this episode and just take a look at the picture that I just showed. And I want, I, I need some feedback. Go to the comment section and tell me, does that look like my wife? That is something that just was bothering me. Like, I was like, dude, that's crazy. Like, if, if I'm wrong, then it's a coincidence. But if I'm right, I drew my wife two years before I met her. Just saying. The second crazy story and it in both situations involve art the second crazy story so after i met my wife april 7 2015 we were dating you know we would go out wine and paints and we just had a lot of fun you know we wasn't even thinking about getting married we were just going on dates all the time just going out and going to different countries and just having fun just being us right so this one day on september 22nd 2015 by that point we have been dating for do the math, but I'm just going to say about five to six months. We have been dating. So one night we went to painting, wine and paint, right? And we painted these pictures. And at the end of the wine and paint, I signed mine's in the bottom right corner. And she signed hers, T-Knox. My wife's name is Terry. But at the time, her last name was not Knox because we were not married. 
Let me just show you the picture real quick. And so you just know I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. So this is the picture that we did on that wine and paint night. Look at the bottom right corner. T Knox. And it's dated 9-22-15. She signed it, T Knox, 9-22-15. And nobody thought nothing of it. It was just like, whatever, you know. Hey. Oh, actually, we did have a conversation about it. It was like, so I see you you put Knox on it. And you know, like my wife always say. We had we was very open about wanting to be married at some point. We were very open about it. We didn't like we, we were exclusive. So when she put T Knox, I was honored because like this is a beautiful woman. She's she loves me as much as I love her. But here's the thing. One year later, to the day, on September 22nd, 2016, guess what happened? We got married. And guess what her name became? T Knox. All right. Now you might be saying, well, of course. Y'all just planned it. She knew that she was going to become T Knox. That's why she signed the T Knox one year before. Nah. -uh. In fact, <clears throat> we were supposed to get married that year in 2015, but there was a huge issue that occurred. That's why she signed it. I think that's why she signed the T Knox because we were supposed to get married that year in like, I think it was October, right? And something had happened in October that stopped us from getting married. You know, you, you can imagine how upset she was because she was really anticipating becoming a wife, my wife. T Knox, but something had happened. So we had to postpone the marriage to this random date until we figured out some things. Well, by some miracle, exactly one year from the day that she signed this painting, T Knox, she actually became T Knox. Worst case scenario, it is a complete coincidence. Best case scenario, my wife signed her name T Knox without knowing the exact date that she would become T Knox one year before she became T Knox. <sighs> one day she she tapped me on the shoulder or something and she was like, hey babe, look at this date. I was like, what? What? Yeah, I said it's uh yeah, it's two it's nine. She's like, you know when I signed this, right? When we went to uh wine and paint. I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. You know, I barely listened. She like, uh well that's before we got married. I was like, what? Before we got married. So what, you signed? Oh, and then it's just like, oh, sh you signed that a year before we got married without knowing we we're going to get married on that. It's it's not, it's so crazy because it's not just that she signed her name as T. Knox. That's, that's one huge mind blow right there. It's that she signed it on the exact date one year prior before she became T. Knox. We had no, we did not plan the marriage date. And on that on that day when that that painting was done, we had no idea that the, the marriage would be postponed and that it would be another year from now. And we certainly didn't know it was going to be on that day. So I just wanted to share that with y'all before y'all watch this episode. And I am so sorry. <laughs> I just I had to share that with y'all because I know it, it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I, that's why I'm sharing it, because maybe you have more insight about it than I do. Whatever, man. Let, let's just jump into it. I used to roll back woods, rip the dawns, good wherever he goes. One million and one flows, deposit and dough. Set you down with the mafia family, let me know. Yeah, number one, I don't do number two. They watching how I do, because I'm really hood. Red hoodie, gold jewelry, too groovy, might lose me. Don't approach with the foolery, keep the two on me, homie. You don't know me, rip the dawn, the one and only. Yeah.
Yo, welcome to the Really Hood Podcast, and I'm your host. I'm Richie Knox today because I have my beautiful wife with me. Usually, I have my little hat on and my, my hoodie, but I gotta, you know, clean up a little bit because uh, today we'll be talking about marriage. Um, <laughs> we're gonna discuss marriage. I mean, first off, this idea came to me because my wife brought the idea up. Like, it's a lot going on out here in the dating world. And, you know, apparently, according to her and not me, y'all need some, it's some people that need some help out here. There's <laughs> <laughs> some people that, there's some people that's really uh, struggling oh, out here gosh. in this uh, dating game. And we just wanted to just do a podcast episode on it. And I know it's a little different from what I usually do, but you know how it is. You got to switch it up. Let's talk about single life. You know, we'll, we'll both kind of give you a perspective of what single life was for us and we'll kind of go from there so how was how was uh single right life? on the side yeah yeah this is um actually it was pretty fun uh i used to live in dc and you know date and do happy hours and things like that but after the time it got a little uh exhausting meeting new people all the time so I met this guy (laughs) on POF. And if anybody isn't online dating or doesn't uh, particularly care for it, I would say try, try again because you just never know. Right, right. So uh, my dating situation was a little different. I was actually uh, in a situation where I was separating from my first marriage. And I know that's a, you know, sore topic, but uh, I am past it. So I don't feel so bad talking about it, but, um, very tough experience for anybody who's ever been through that. They understand it for myself. Um, I did not want to, you know, sit in the house and you know how Usher was in that video where he was in the bed. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to be like that guy, you know, when he, when he lost a chili, remember that? Yeah. So I was like, you know, I gotta do something. So I gotta do something. I cannot just sit in the house in the bed with my shirt off with a chain on in the bed. So I was like, you know what? So I did try to date a little bit, and um, you know, like like my wife said, we you know I date around. It was it was fun, but it did it it soon got played out a little bit, and it was like you know I I do need something more secure because you just can't find that security when you have so many people running in and out of your life. So, um, like my wife said, we met on POF, which is a awesome site. I think that's a good way to segue into how but, to, yeah. But that was like, five, because we've been married for five years. And so then we'll like back it up. Like that was six years ago. So I don't know how great POF is anymore. Like, I don't know what's out there now. Like, oh, match should still be out there. I, I don't know, but I mean, it worked for us. So. Right. And I actually talked to somebody who was on POF lately and they, did not have good things about uh, to say about it, <laughs> but I don't know if that was just their experience. I personally right. think that POF is I I haven't been on it, but I can only imagine because I heard bad stuff about POF when I was getting on it. Actually, I did too. I heard it was a hookup site. Exactly, and it, yeah. and most likely it is. So I, I, but the thing about it is, you get what you want to get out of it. I got on POF, and honestly, I was just looking for company because i was just in that that space mentally that's where I, that's what i was looking for so i do want to ask you this real quick terry what do you feel about dating what, what is the best way for a single woman to find 
a, a spouse, like a, a, a husband. We're, we're, this is the marriage mm-hmm. episode. So we're not going to talk about, <laughs> you know, how to hook up. We know how to do that. That's easy. But how does a woman find, it's not an interview, by the way. It, it feels like an interview. <laughs> so like, how does a woman find, because I, I, I can get on here and tell you what, from a, from a male perspective, what a woman should do. But I, well, I can't either because it's just my perspective. But I mean, I just say like, continue, try, like I said initially, like try, try again. Like if you meet someone, um, not just on these sites or just meet someone in general and doesn't work out for you, I would just say continue to shoot your shot and like, you know, just date and have fun with it. Like don't put a lot of stress, don't stress yourself out. That's what I would say. Like just have fun and it'll... It'll work itself out. Were you looking for a husband or were you just looking for a relationship? It, it, it was just fun for me. But um, yeah, eventually I, I did want to settle down with someone. Um, I actually didn't ever think I was going to get married. <laughs> All right, so hold on. We have to take a break from this little episode. So let me ask you this though. Okay, so because I'm, I'm actually learning some things myself, you know. You would think we have talked about this, but we don't. <laughs> we don't sit in front of each other and just ask questions like, like an interview. But okay, so I do want to ask you this. Um, Given that you were more or less trying to just have fun and enjoy just being single and mm-hmm. being independent and things of that nature, uh, what changed? Like, you know, when we did meet, what what kind of changed that? Um, what changed because you was you're very serious. <laughs> He's a very serious person, <laughs> and <laughs> when we initially started dating, um. It was, it was, we did have fun, but like he locked it down fast. Like within the first two weeks, he was like, uh, you want to be official type of deal? I was like, okay, you know? So like he, he was very, very serious. And I think that's what made me serious. And I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. Here we are five years later. Cat, two, cat. Two, two kids. Cat. Cat. <laughs> Listen, let me tell y'all the truth, the true story. I was, I was always the coolest. I was always the cool one. When you came over my house the first time. Oh cool. no, no 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 no! He was he was very very chill. He was chill, but what I'm saying is like he knows what he wants, and that and, and that's another thing I will say like for single women like don't let someone like you know play around like you can be playing around for years or months, and if someone's like oh I want to be friends like you got enough friends like <laughs> I'm I'm here to like to like see what's going on with like us like not to collect friends or or be toyed with so that was one thing like when i say you being serious like richie was like serious like okay like this is i want to see where this is going we want to date exclusively right so i want to go ahead and clarify another thing real quick because if i remember (laughs) correctly she was the one who asked me uh to make it official right Mm -mm. You on the phone? Mm-mm. You ain't you ain't say like. No. So what are we? I feel like she said that. And I no. think she just having like revisionist no. history. I don't remember that. You ain't say that. I remember that. So what happened? Then? <laughs> Watch this. That's how you know. So when we became, when we, when we became official, how did it happen? <laughs> Watch. Um, you was like, we need to be official. <laughs> All right. anyway. So yeah, she might be right. She might be wrong. Um, so uh, for myself, um. <laughs> I knew that. Oh, and let me tell you about the first date too. So, and I know this, you really shouldn't do this, go over people's house. Like, you should really screen people. But we like talked on the phone a lot before we met, and I went over his house. And he made me <laughs> tilapia fish and box mac and cheese and canned corn. <laughs> it, it worked. It worked. So, I, 
It worked. He's like one of the most, I'm going to say frugal smart <laughs> individuals I know. Listen. But we did we did go out on a real, well, not a real, I wouldn't say real date. We went out on a date outside of his house without the tilapia fish. But <laughs> that's why he was like, wanted to lock it down because he was like, I ain't doing all this, these days. I'm not spending all this time. So let me tell you the true story. She came, well, first off, we talked on the phone and... She, we agreed to have um, dinner in my house for, for whatever, for whatever, for whatever reason. Well, I don't know. well, no, we decided to do that because we talked a lot about wine. Okay. On um during our calls, and you were like, "Oh, I like X Y Z wine," and then you was like, "Well, why don't you bring over a bottle, and I'll bring over a bottle, and I'll have a bottle, and we can like just you know chat and." Share wine and say that. So it was like a love of wine. Right. So we agreed <laughs> to, I said, I'll get my favorite wine. You get your favorite wine. And we'll kind of like see what the other, the other's taste in wine is like. I would have to say I was smitten. Is that how you say it? I was smitten <laughs> like right away. I was like, wow, she, she's um very beautiful and she's really cool. And she was mature. Now to kind of segue back to my side, I knew that I think I knew I wanted to marry her immediately. And I know that sounds bad, but I did not make the boyfriend, girlfriend thing official first. That was her. I'm just saying that when I first met her, I said, I really like the way that she carries herself. Cause I'm, I'm a guy that I like women that carry themselves with respect. And that's because that is how my mo that's how I was raised. My mother was the woman who set the, the bar for me. You know, I never saw her, uh, you know, sleeping around with tons of guys, always with these different, she was always in a relationship. She was always working. For me, like a respectful woman is kind of what I desire. And that's not to throw shade on anybody that's out there having fun because I get that too. But uh, for a wife, you know, for, for me, that was like necessary. So when I saw her for the first time in person, I was like, okay, she's she's very mature and she's, um, you know, very beautiful, right? That's what happened. She brought the wine over. I had my wine. And for some reason, I was in this space where I was cooking a lot at home. I don't know why. So, <laughs> and I don't like, <laughs> and one thing I don't like, y'all, is that when she came over my house, she played, this is how, she acted as if the tilapia was amazing. Like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, this box of mac and cheese is delicious. That's how she was acting. So now, years later, she told me it was terrible. So I was like, "I've been told you, Sarah." Yeah, she told me any every time outside of that day, the day that she was eating. Mm, mm, what is this tilapia? So you know that's what happened. And then, um, I you know she started to drink and start to feel kind of good, and I was like. Uh, you can stay over. You remember? Yes, I do. <laughs> and I want to. I, I want to like, clarify something real quick. Mm -hmm. When when she when I said she could stay over, I had no intention of trying to do anything because I don't know why. And I, I'm asking. I'm asking myself like, why did I not try to? I just wasn't like trying. To, I wasn't on that time. I think I had had my uh, share of dating around. I was kind of already. I kind of already had done all that. So I was like, okay, that's. I need more than that. I did offer her to stay. I was gonna let her sleep in my room, and I was gonna sleep on the couch. That's very respectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to be. And then after that, I think when you meet the right person, everybody that's been in a, a, a real serious relationship knows how this how this goes. You that person leaves, and it's like, wow, I really need that person back. So I, I think from that point forth, we really started to get things. You know, we became more and more serious. Would you say? <laughs> right. Um, the next thing that I wanted to get into is um, how do you stay married? We we are in a real relationship. We don't. I don't want to paint this as perfect. Uh, we have ups and downs. We have struggles. We have arguments at times. I mean, it's it's a real relationship. I don't want it want it to look like Christmas with the Neelys, where we appear smiling, giggling. It's it's real. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, you, we get in each other's grill, you know. She's she's military, so I gotta respect her at all times. Ex. <laughs> yeah, all right, she know how to handle a gun. She know how to fight. She can outrun me. She might. And she, I think, can out push up me too, right? Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. I think she can. Okay. So anyway, I gotta respect her on that one. But the point is, um, in your opinion, how do you sustain a marriage? I think communication. Not think I know communication. I'm being open to communicate with you. and Richie is very transparent <laughs> about the way he thinks about things which I which I do find refreshing because some men keep stuff in and um you can't do that like because no one can read your mind and I'm I'm hard at that like I'll like have thinking all types of stuff in my head then I'll blow up right so um just I, communication is one and then consistency that's one thing i i do love about him he's so consistent like i know where richie's gonna be i know what he's doing he is very transparent and consistent it was, it's just refreshing because like rarely met a lot of people like that mm. so <laughs> yeah respect and for me, honestly, I'm going to say the way that you sustain a marriage is, and not to sound cliche, but to make sure that you're always putting God first. And I, yeah. I think that's, uh, I think that's our secret recipe. If you break down the ingredients of our marriage and why we're, st- why, why we're still together, which is not easy to do. I think yeah. once you get to like three years, five years, seven years, 10 years, those are really important milestones in the marriage and very difficult to get to. And if you're asking me, I'm going to tell you that you have to have some sort of faith base at the center for, for us is, is God. You know, we put God, Christ at the center of our marriage. We pray all the time separately together. And I believe that that is the secret ingredients to our marriage. And I, I, that's my, that's just how I perceive it. Outside of that, um, my wife is, in a lot of ways, the polar opposite opposite of me. That she's kind of alluded to. I'm more quiet and you know things of that nature. She's more uh, you know boisterous. She laughs a lot. So I'll say the second ingredient is allowing each other to be themselves. And this is something that I admittedly am still learning how to do. Um, I like to be in charge. I'm a boss in my mind, and I like to have structure. However, you cannot control another person. What and even the Bible supports a lot of this stuff in, in terms of the man being the head of the household. But still, that Bible always says, you know, treat your wife. You know, I, I don't know what's that. What's that scripture, babe? You know. It? Um, talking about like your own body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and treat what treat your wife like Christ loves the church, church or something yes. like that. I hate paraphrasing the Bible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the words exactly. But the point is, um, you know, I think the second thing, at least that I'm still working on, is allowing my wife to be, you know, herself despite being in a marriage. Because whether it be the male or the female, if they can't be themselves in the relationship, it won't work. You might have the perfect vision of what you want your marriage to be or whatever, or what your partner to be, but at the same time, you have to allow them to be themselves. And I think if you figure that out sooner than later, I think you'll have success. I think I've even been in relationships where I felt like my partner was trying to mold me into something. And I think that is the wrong way to go. Now, that's not to say that you can't give suggestions. My wife has done that before. Like, hey, are you eating this? So you you'll, you can throw in those suggestions, but you have to ultimately allow them to make that decision for themselves. You know, I think that's important. Agreed. Now, obviously, once we had gotten to our marriage, got Things going. Oh yeah, wait a minute. I gotta I gotta really pause for a second to say another very, very important thing that you must do 
whether it be dating before marriage or in marriage is to hold off on having children. And I don't want to get into this big you know segment on this because we've already been going for a while but i will say <laughs> that you have to enjoy each other you know when i do need that time to myself i can go into my man cave and just kind of be me right. and you know my wife she needs things that she has to do whether it be like i love my peloton trip right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so like, i need i need to work out as a release right i think yeah. that if the couple the two people can respect each other's individualities i think it's a greater success of uh succeeding but i was going to say that it's very important that you have fun before you bring children into the mix what did we go before Ooh, we had our kids we went to dominican we got engaged in the bahamas we went to mexico we went to seattle we went to buffalo new york that was fun that was fun that was like our first year anniversary because we went to niagara falls yeah we went to canada yeah yep that that was that same trip um we went to memphis went to detroit went to detroit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes we went to detroit we went to la yeah, we, we we had a good time. Well, we still have it. We still have a good time, but yeah, but we just have to figure out how to mix trips with the little ones. Right. So the point being, enjoy each other before you bring kids in, because I I would imagine that when you get married, there's a lot of pressure to have children. Hold off on that. Get about two to three years of just each other, because once you bring children in, it it changes the dynamic of the relationship. Mm -hmm. You really have to find time to spend with each other, and if you do that. And I think we had, you know, went on so many trips that we got to the point where we were like, okay, we need kids. <laughs> we were just, we just was going a little bit everywhere. And I think we had came to that point where like, okay, we've, we got like, like. We've eight. exhausted. Yeah. We went on cruises and everything. So we yeah, wanted to bring children in. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. We still have a good time. Yeah. But you know, it's just a, a, it's a, it's different, a different good time. time. Like yeah. it's a different chapter. But before we wrap this this beautiful episode up, my beautiful wife. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and let you bounce to this track real quick. Your boy Rick the Dunk. Got my hat on here. <laughs> my boy Rick the Dunk. Let me stop. All right, but yeah, we're gonna check out this All track right. and then we're gonna come back and wrap this thing up. Get it, I got it, you can get it. Got 
can get it. Cash money, homie, get it. I got it, you can get it. Hellraiser, demon slayer, no kidding, be. Run up on me playing, they'll find you with a vicious beat. Almost caught a case last time I let them things go. I don't do threats to family. Now we know, semi automatic, red laser like Kano. Detroit spiners, I survive volcanoes. What you know about selling music in a drought? Putting God first, weapon second when you leave the house. Hellraise, who with it? You can get it, I got it, you can get it. Big rocket on me, get it, I got it, you can get it. Got nothing on me, get it, who want it? You can get it. Cash money, homie, get it, I got it, you can get it. Who with it? You can get it, I got it, you can get it. Big rocket on me, get it, I got it. You can get it, cash money, homie, get it. I got it, you can get it. I solemnly swear this, this ain't a diss. But if you follow Satan, drink holy piss, jump off a cliff, skydive off the moon to a fiery pit. Yeah, that's it. Laugh now, cry later, dark angel. We running it. This the part where you, where you dance on the part where you lay some hands on the part where you, where you dance on the This the part where you lay hands on the is it me or do these doubles think I'm playing? No tears on my face, still down to do the race. So my soul to God, now I'm counting no Franklins. Type to stump you out while bumping Kirk Franklin. All these fake rappers messing up the game, no. You don't write your rhymes, you be calling up your man, no. Nah, we ain't cool, Rick the Dawn still lurking. One wrong move, you be under the surface. Hell raise, who with it? You can get it, I got it, you can get it. Big rocket on me, get it. Got it, you can get it. Got nothing on me, get it. Who want it? You can get it. Cash money, homie, get it. I got it, you can get it. Who with it? You can get it. I got it, you can get it. Big rocket on me, get it. I got it, you can get it. Got nothing on me, get it. Who want it? You can get it. Cash money, homie, get it. I got it, you can get it. You can't kill a man that's in tune with God. Cause when the flesh dies, the soul flies. Good luck, you trust in the king of lies. Besides, let's rumble. Tell Satan if I ever see him, trouble. Folks, I hope y'all enjoyed that track. It's your main man, Rick the Don. Oh, Richie Knox and my beautiful wife, Terry Knox. And any last, any last words you would like to put in on dating, marriage, anything? I just say have fun with it. Like yeah. it's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be stressful. Like you have work, you have all these other stressors. Like your relationship with your partner is supposed to be fun. So yeah, I would actually second that. I said I would say have fun. Have fun. Um. Oh, I'm having a ton of fun. Yeah, me, me too. And, you know, half of the fun is learning the other person uh, because you, you know yourself, but you have to make yourself gel with this other person. And that's to me, I'm a person that enjoys challenge. So for me, that's very fun. Just yeah. trying to understand this other person. You know, she's great or he or she could be great. But at the same time, you affect that greatness and you have to allow it to bloom like a flower. You know, you can't mm -hmm. smother. It, you know what I'm saying? You got to allow it to, to bloom but and we're going to do this again i just this is a great first start but i want to keep this going because i think people need to see black love black marriage if you will and see it su succeeding you know what I'm saying? i don't think we have a lot of those uh 
examples out there. With that being said, thank you all for listening and watching, and we'll holler at you on the next one. Peace.